0: so i came across something on reddit um when i was looking for things for our afternoon for later mm-hmm. and uh i'll <laughs> i'll just it's uh a daily mail is already not super reliable because it's daily mail Never has everybody one, yeah. knows um but i think that this poses a bigger problem so i want i want you to tell me if you see anything wrong with the title of this article woman thirty one who had sex with boy thirteen who referred to her as mom and then became pregnant with this child is jailed what <laughs> i <laughs> we We are still dealing with this. Um. somebody reposted it and said I believe the correct wording here is pedophile 31 mm-hmm. raped boy mm-hmm. 13 stop minimizing sex crimes when they are committed by women and I wanted to, to go a step further with that because I feel like the problem isn't just that they're minimizing sex crimes when they're committed by women they're minimizing sex crimes period right now. Everywhere. We are coming into a realm where people are testing sexuality so much right now that they are considering the possibility of a pedophile being a sexuality and not that there's something wrong with them. And there is something wrong with that even being a question. It's... I there's so much going on in the world right now, and the fact that this is not one of the biggest problems on our plate, that people view as the biggest problem on our plate, is Mm -hmm. becoming very much a serious thing that I I am concerned for. The the well-being of all these future children, because nobody is willing to put their foot down and say that this is an actual problem. Why is it it's gotten so bad that we're at the point that Daily Mail is posting stories and titling them without using the word pedophile or rape Mm -hmm. when that's what's going on. That's exactly what happened and nobody's going to... He called her mom. That is a hundred percent rape. She is a pedophile. It's a good thing that she was jailed because I can already see the mass amount of everything in somebody's head being like, oh, but, you know, she can't help it. And, you know, this is just how she feels. And how come you can't help being gay? But she was like, no, 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 no. How like that? That is more insulting than anything else to me. You're really going to sit here and try to compare Normal adults having normal adults' feelings mm-hmm. to n- mentally ill adults having mentally ill adult feelings. That is not. Being gay is not caused by trauma. It's not caused by something wrong in your brain. It's not caused. It's not wrong. Being a pedophile is wrong period there is nothing that you can say that is going to change my mind in that pedophiles are wrong there there's no world there is no world where there is space for pedophiles to roam free and victimize children mm-hmm. that is what it is a grown adult making grown adult decisions with other grown adults Consenting and being normal grown consenting adults is not anywhere near having a grown adult have any level of a sexual relationship with a Mm non-consenting minor. That is not how it works. That is rape. Exactly. I just, I can't even believe that it is a conversation that needs to be had. The fact that we can grow up being told that, ah oh, yeah, pedophiles are wrong. Don't talk to strangers because you never know. And mm-hmm. we're just apparently deciding, hey, you know, I, it's okay. You know, they can't help it. You have to have sympathy for them. No, they need to get help. That, I don't care. I do not care. They but need to get help. Th-
1: th- this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to baser this, right? So. Let, let me ask something. I have anger issues. I have anger issues. Just before this, I had anger issues, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, so should I just be allowed to go around and beat the living crap out of people because I have anger issues? No. That's, that's what they're doing, right? Yeah. Saying, hey, you know what? Because these people are this way. Okay. Hey, you know what? I I can accept that you have the thoughts, that you have the whatevers, right? If you don't commit the actions, great, but don't normalize it because if you normalize it, you're going to justify it.
0: And seek help.
1: And, yeah, get help. If if something in you says that you want to become pregnant from a boy who obviously, <sighs> and boys' brains just do not develop as fast as girls' brains. Our brains just are stupid. At 13 years old, I, I was stupid. Hell, at 23 years old, I was stupid. But I'm just... <laughs> Wow, just just, you know, and yeah, it's like you see these these pictures of these women in school and these teachers and you're like, wow, and and you and guy, what do guys do? Oh, well, she's hot. Why would he say anything? I wouldn't say anything, dude. It changes everything. It's like, holy crap.
0: And then I I wanted to to make it clear that this is for anybody that thinks like, oh, man, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know that the, the, the justice system, they don't think like they're not being swayed by it. They are because mm-hmm. to make matters worse, she will only be spending 90 days in jail. No. A hundred percent. And then on top of that. <sighs> The likelihood that this poor boy will have to play, pay child support when he turns 18 is high. There are several situations mm-hmm. where a court has ruled that a minor that was raped that resulted in a child had to pay child support once they turned 18. Several. Mm-hmm. So I, if you think this is not a big problem... It is a big problem. This is the, this is what's happening right now, today. These are things that are happening. Real stories of real people that are having these things happen to them because people are trying to test the boundaries of what actually is a pedophile. Is it actually a bad thing? That's what we're going through right now, today. People think it's so far away. Is
1: he really traumatized? Yeah, it's
0: it's not one of those things that it's like, oh, it's so far away. Nobody really thinks that. No, it's happening. This is proof that it is happening. She's going to spend 90 days in jail, and this poor boy will probably have to pay child support once he turns 18 for something that she caused as a pedophile. I just, I can't even believe that this is happening. That this is real, real life. Mm Mm-hmm. What... What are we doing? People need to open their eyes and realize that we are, we are taking it way too far right now. And everybody needs to take a chill pill and step back and recognize what's going on in the world. And that maybe, just maybe, not everything that's a first idea that, you know, somebody screams it loud enough that everybody should just go, oh, man, well, they're yelling loud enough. Maybe it's true. Because that's pretty much what's going on. Somebody says something loud enough and everybody just rallies behind them because, well, if they're screaming about it, then they probably have a reason to be passionate about it that's mm-hmm. pretty much that's that's it that's all that's all that's happening right now in the world that's all it's all that's happening, especially right now in our country and i'm I'm very tired of it because that's the, there is no world where I am ever going to accept that, and I will fight <laughs> mm-hmm. until the day that I die that there is no place on this planet for people that make victims of children so So yeah, I just, I wanted to make sure that people out there knew that this is not just something we've been talking about because it's like, oh man, you know, like this is not really happening because it is, it is a hundred percent happening. It is happening and it has been happening long enough that courts and judges are changing that literally we're in a position where the juries are making decisions because all those people that are saying that are now old enough to serve in a jury and sway things. So before you, you know, sit there and go, eh? It's not really happening. Just, just recognize that mm. that it is. It mm-hmm. is here. We are fighting people that believe that pedophiles can't help it, and there's just nothing. Then we should just accept that it's a thing. So yeah, I just, I wanted, I wanted to bring that to light.
1: Wow. See, my start was just going to be that. Bud Light is offering up to a, fif- or Budweiser is offering up to a $15 rebate right now for people to buy Bud Light. <laughs> uh, literally, you buy an 18-pack of Bud Light, and it's $3 after a $15 rebate.
0: Because nobody's buying them anymore? Because no so many people are protesting it. them? Because... This was,
1: mo- this is, mo- look, look, the three major drinking drinking times, right, for for people who within this demographic. You know what they are? Mm-hmm. Memorial Day, 4th
0: right?
1: uh-huh. of July, uh-huh. and NASCAR. Uh. So, guess what? Guess who are also the people who are most against the whole thing that they're doing. All of those people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that celebrate
0: those days. <laughs>
1: it's like... Holy crud. Yeah. And there's people sending pictures out and showing even at Walmart's like even everywhere. Oh, yeah. All these beers are sold out except Bud Light.
0: Oh, yeah. We've had it. We have an entire basically yeah. throne that's been sitting in Kroger's that nobody's been buying or yep. taking from. Everything else has been being taken. Everything else. They had a big, huge area with a bunch of water and that, all those cases disappeared. But the Bud Light mm-hmm. there, nobody is drinking it. It's yeah, it is amazing that. People think that, it, oh, man, you know, I keep seeing it. like Oh, Republicans are losing their mind over this. And I'm like, no, they're just ha- exercising their freedom to protest because they don't feel like buying it because they don't agree, which is exactly what we're allowed mm-hmm. to do. It's just the same way that any time anybody on the other side goes, oh, you're against gay marriage. Let me just not buy from you. Hey, surprise, surprise. <laughs> People on the other side are allowed to do the same thing. And now you guys are going, oh, how dare you? It's just because you don't support this. Like, you're right that's the point yeah. <laughs> so yeah no the, and, the, what and, are we that's the thing.
1: you don't have to that's where yeah. it is so anyways we <laughs> keep going but good morning and welcome to the morning grind of the stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time so yeah a lot of crazy stuff mm-hmm. going on all over the place you know and it's like uh, you know and things there were things that just hit me so hard like just in different ways, the, the stuff that's going on. You know, I, I talked to before about the subway, um, about the guy in the subway who grabbed, mm-hmm. you know, that woman's hair, and nobody did anything, mm-hmm. including the guy who was videoing the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's just there's more and more of footage of different people getting it and, and, and it happening, and there's supposed to be police and security on the subways, and there's not. It's like it, it's. It's insane, and I'm just, oh, I'm I'm baffled, and I, you know what? Honestly, oh, and and and, then and I just, no, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna talk about him. I'm just I'm I'm not even gonna talk about him. I I literally just want nothing to do with this this idiot. So I'm I'm just not even gonna feed it. So, anyway, hum, please give me some good good <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah,
0: I've got I've got some lighthearted days. Um. This Mm -hmm. first one, um, I asked you about it. I hope that I'm going to say it right this entire time again. Um, It is National Mint Julep Day.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm.
0: So National Mint Julep Day on May 30th each year sets up a refreshing toast to summer. Each year, people around the country gather for a glass of mint julep. This refreshing southern classic is a traditional drink of the Kentucky Derby. A classic mint julep is made with a mint leaf, bourbon, sugar, and water. In the southern states where mint julep is most is more associated with cuisine, spearmint is mint of choice. Preparation of the drink may vary from one bartender to another. Some believe the mint julep originated in the southern United States sometime during the 18th century. The term julep is generally defined as a sweet drink, particularly one used as a vehicle for medicine. During the 19th century, Americans also enjoyed a gin-based julep. Each year, Churchill Downs serves almost 120,000 mint juleps over yep. the two-day period of the yep. Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby. Yep. That's a lot
1: oh, of Oh, yeah. No, you see them. <laughs> they just they, – literally, people walk around. It is the thing. It is like going to Wisconsin and getting – you know, going to uh, – um Wow going to you know going and not get go, getting cheese from wisconsin there we <laughs> go That's so what i was trying to say man you got to go to wisconsin you got to get cheese if you go to the kentucky derby you have to have a mint julep absolutely wow.
0: and then may 2008 churchill downs unveiled the world's largest mint julep glass which was six foot feet tall so to observe mint julep day enjoy a mint julep mm. on this nice spring day try out a delicious mint julep recipe you can find plenty of them online and we'll mm-hmm. be sure to include one when we post on our website because oh, yeah. we have been in mm-hmm. case you guys have been wondering
1: <laughs> Yeah yeah get, yeah you should be at the website we literally are posting up stuff every day right now it's mm-hmm. it's it's really growing it's it's really coming together and So
0: I've never had one I literally had never even heard of You've one You've been
1: close I have So yeah you have because okay so do you know what the difference between a mint julep and a mojito is No It is literally the lime that's it so I know you like the mojito. So what's the mojito? A min- mojito the is literally it's it's Bourbon the same sugar thing. and water? Bourbon sugar water and then muddled wine? up. And then with a lime, or sometimes I'll use an orange or a different kind of citrus, but it's generally more acidic. D- the did, citrus. like,
0: you get one and I tasted it? Yeah. Okay, because I was like, I don't remember ever ordering a mojito.
1: <laughs> no, no, I do. Okay, I, okay, okay. I, but, but I'm the one that gets the drinks that you've never heard of and had because yeah. they're things that you haven't had. The old-fashioned, the Moscow Mule, the Tom Collins, you yeah. know. Those are the things that I get, you know, even the 7 is 7 Tall, which you now Love, oh, so, you, know, you know,
0: I if I wasn't trying to to like legitimately cut back on my alcohol, I mm-hmm. would I would have had one yesterday I or the day before. You know, I
1: realized I haven't had a drink in almost three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna. I'm gonna have a drink, some point here. Because no, but but a mint julep, they they are great, and and there there's a there's a status to them, and you have to understand that in the 1800s, you're talking about a drink, right? That had sugar which sugar was a status symbol that had fresh mint and mint was a status symbol so you know you walked around and because you also just keep this in mind people talk to each other on a very regular basis and are very close to each other in the kentucky derby and you're also talking about a time where oral hygiene wasn't necessarily top on everybody's priority list mm-hmm. so this was a great way to use mint or spearmint um to you know, help freshen, freshen people's, people's breaths. breath. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, absolutely. And it's like, and yeah, but, but mint juleps themselves are great. I just, I have a problem that I think I would start a mint julep and end with a mojito. <laughs> so, but that's awesome. So.
0: Okay. So then our next one, mm-hmm. uh, it is National Water of Flower Day. Recognized each year on May 30th, National Water of Flower Day recognizes a season of caring for our garden plants. This time of year, our flower gardens should be full in bloom. Keeping them hydrated sometimes seems like a full-time job. It's often a therapeutic business, caring for a living thing. The more they're nurtured, the more they thrive. It's Unless it's, you know, houseplants, then they decide when they hate you or not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's important to know whether your flowers like damp soil or to be more on the drier side. Newly planted seeds need daily watering until germination. Most plants prefer well-drained soil. If they are potted, they may require daily watering. However, if they are planted in the ground or are heat resistant plants, they may require less frequent watering. The holiday also offers an opportunity to care for the gardens of those who may be homebound or in the hospital. Take time to visit a friend who may need some cheering up by bringing them some freshly watered flowers. So to observe, water a flower a day. Tend to your beautiful flowers and keep them hydrated. While you're at it, make sure you're hydrated too. Around this time of year, everywhere starts getting really warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I have more flowers this year than I have, I think, any other year. I actually took the time to make sure that I had some, like, actual bulb flowers, and I think next year I'm going to go with tulips, because I really like the idea, because a lot of people like tulips when they're closed. I like tulips when they open. I I am, it's an unpopular opinion, I guess, because you can't find them, like, anywhere, in any stores, like, nobody sells them. It's just people that create their own and grow their own tulips are the ones that like them once they actually bloom. I want to have some tulips in, in my little front, you know, flower beds, but... I have ranunculus right now, and they've been pretty. They're just really small. I don't know how I feel about them. I'm like they're they're cute, but they're small. <laughs> so, I, but I've got those, and then yeah, obviously the big one is all of my massive ten foot tall sunflowers in the backyard mm-hmm. right now. That all are starting to actually, you know, the first one had had actually bloomed, and now the rest of them are. Um, starting to, they're creating their heads right now and I'm like super excited. And then I keep thinking about where else I'm going to put more sunflowers. And I'm thinking over more along the back fence and near the chickens. I'm thinking over there, um, because it's easier to keep along the fence, um, weed free until they get tall enough than it is everywhere else. Like if I do against the black gate, it's just because, everybody is doesn't want to pull the weeds along the black gate it's just harder to try to grow things which is why my cucumber that are over there are in the five gallon buckets because i one because i didn't want them to get ran over with the lawnmower mm-hmm. and two because yeah the the weeds just don't get pulled i've been having to you know get over there and yank things because we just have so much that vines just just wild out here it's kind of ridiculous we um for you know random little garden update uh all of my, uh, the, all of the peas are officially, like, done. There's nothing, no more peas out there. It's too warm, which is what happens. Um... I had one zucchini plant that got snapped in half in one of our storms. And I was very yep. <laughs> like, that was disrespectful. <laughs> so I had to pull him. I waited to see if he was going to like do anything, but no, it was just way too much damage, way too low to the ground. So it was just done. So I pulled him and I'm basically letting the one that was next to him sprawl in that direction. Um, Cause there's three in that bed and they're getting massive. And I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I, I have to look up if it's like, you know, practical to trim zucchini plants. Because uh, their leaves, like, the stems of their leaves are hollow. So I'm scared that if I, like, cut them back, then it's going to invite bugs to come in and eat up the the stems of the entire plant. Mm -hmm. So I have to look it up and see if there's, like, a right way to do it or anything like that. Because they're getting to a point where I'm having zucchini grow, but then the leaves are, like, pinching the end of it. So it's just creating this little ball of a zucchini, and then they just start Mm -hmm. to rot on the end. (laughs) And I'm like, what is happening? so i have to I have to figure that out. The one that's on the very end i'm letting him sprawl towards the um cattle panel trellis that I have, and I'm seeing if he will just like naturally grow because I was saying like I'm not trellising them I'm like but if he'll do it naturally, then sure, maybe it's just you know that's how they're supposed to, and I just had to wait like a significantly longer amount of time before I started trying to trellis them, which is fair. They also have a lot healthier soil this year than they did last year, so they're massive this is the biggest zucchini plants that i've had the, this is my third year and mm-hmm. they are literally so big yeah, <laughs> they're sprawling am, into the walkway i am excited so. <laughs> so there's that i've already brought in like 10 different cucumber and everybody's excited to start having you know like cucumber water and like mm-hmm. Lily is excited for me to start because i she forgot that you can use them on your eyes i was like girl oh isn't like everything everywhere people laying back in their tanning beds and putting cucumber on their eyes she's like yeah i forgot about that i want to use it for that and i was like yeah sure dude you know the the easiest thing to do is to slice up some cucumber preemptively i was like you let me know because i'll take my aloe vera and i'll take a leaf off of that and make aloe vera water and soak the cucumber in that and then you put it over your eyes and then you just rub it all over your face when you're done it's literally a natural face mask and she was like Oh my God! please! <laughs> I was like, yeah, just give me a day we 'll have a little spa day mm-hmm. i don't care we'll make cucumber mint water we 'll do all the things <laughs> like i it'll all be relatively you know from home besides not having any any lemon stuff yet because it, all of our citrus things that's just that's more of a commitment, and we have to we still haven't decided on like a, this is where all of our citrus things are going to go because it's just it's hard we mm-hmm. want to we have so many plants for the backyard i'm sure that we'll come to it actually probably by the end of this year since we're doing have a lot of plans for working on in the backyard this summer so but yeah no the so the the cucumber is doing great um the tomatoes are it's starting to irritate me because there are so many of them there's so many of them, but they're not turning red. And I'm like, I just, I just need you to turn red. Be- but it's also kind of scary because they all grew at the same time. I'm like, one of them's going to turn red, and then it's just going to be an onslaught of tomatoes. <laughs> and then it's just, I'm like a little nervous. Well, not. The uh, cherry and grape tomato plants are finally flowering. they got little, little baby butt of tomatoes growing on them, all of them. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see how orange the orange ones are going to end up being. Because I told you I, they're a honeycomb, like it's like honeycomb 100 hybrid mm-hmm. um, tomato and they're just, they're orange. They're bright orange and I'm so excited to see if they're actually like bright orange like the photo or if they're not because sometimes they do that to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cherry ones, the cherry tomato plants that I did plant are literally, they're also a hybrid and they're also, they give you like the biggest bunches of cherry tomatoes they're supposed to. And so I'm excited and I'm not trimming the cherry tomatoes. I'm literally going to let those plants grow wild. Like, I'm just going to k- try to keep them, you okay. know, off of the ground as much as possible. That mm-hmm. trellis is super tall so that I can tie them up. But for the most part, I'm going to let them grow as many limbs as they want. And it'll only cut them back if they start to go, oh, my gosh, just too much. I can't keep up. Then I'll go, okay, I'll save you. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm curious to see. Like, I this, I didn't get um a whole lot of cherry and grape tomatoes last year i had four plants that were all on the same trellis that did pretty well Mm -hmm. but they still only gave me enough to have like snacks like every couple of days and i'm hoping that with the what like 10 plants that i have this time that will have just a regular like like cherry and grape tomatoes will be like a normal snack like daily that's what i'm hoping and then um we're ready. Like I said, you want celery juice, you know, start letting me know. I want celery mm-hmm. to start going into the things. Cause I can start pulling off all the outer celery. Um, and once I see that they're like, uh, I, I can pretty much harvest them. Whatever is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. But once I harvest them, they if i water them properly they will grow back that's how celery works that's why every time we get them from the store if you cut it off at the right area then they'll start to sprout from the center again so technically we could take a couple and see how it does and then you know because i have so much celery out there and it's super tall and i was saying it was like the yeah great thing i was about looking at it, i
1: was like what the heck i first i was like what is up with that parsley and then i walked <laughs> over to it i'm like oh my gosh okay yeah that, that's, yeah uh, instead
0: of thick stalks mm-hmm. they give us just they're long so you know but it's great because the the reason why i'm happy about that is because in between all of them is the brussels sprout plants Mm -hmm. and i have never ever kept brussels sprout plants alive as long as i have this time so i'm like i don't care i've i've (coughs) you okay
1: (laughs) no i died
0: okay sorry about that (laughs) but anyways the uh no the brussels sprouts i've never been able to keep any alive this long, so I'm very excited and I'm like, I'm gonna do this every year. I guess <laughs> that's how I'm gonna do it celery around the Brussels sprouts because there and it's like crazy because they're also a lot taller the the brussels sprouts are a lot taller too Mm -hmm. and for every extra set of leaves that they give is another brussels sprout that's going to grow on the plant so i'm like oh my god like every other year i've tried and everybody always complains about how hard it is to grow brussels sprouts out here so i'm like okay they need to hurry up and like give those start forming Mm -hmm. the actual brussels sprouts because i'm so scared we're gonna hit like a hundred degree day out of nowhere and then that's just gonna be over but I, because all of us are like you know a part of all of it this year and because we keep thinking about like where we're gonna go and what we're gonna do based on the temperature i'm yep. watching the temperature a lot more so that means that if i see that it's gonna get warmer than i expect you know i can actually go out there in the morning and deeply water everything so that they're not as a, as uh affected by it mm-hmm. so yeah no the the garden is is going strong we're just at that in between point where everything from the early early spring is starting to you know, taper off and starting to get pulled and everything from that's going to be the summer crops are right at that point where there's all the fruit on it. It's just not ripe yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited. I'm like, this is more than I've had at all the last two years. Like I have so much more this year and it is a lot, it is very hard because you do kind of hit a plateau where you are waiting. I'm just waiting right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the cucumber is producing, gives enough, you know, enough of that. Ooh, wait, no, I'm doing it because it makes it, it's, kind of discouraging when you have all these things that are out there, but none of them are edible yet. So it's like, I'm excited. We can have, you know, non-traditional salads. Still Uh, people do, Um, swiss chard they'll use the leaves to make Mm -hmm. wraps and I talked about that a little bit they'll Mm -hmm. steam them just a little bit so that they could become malleable Mm -hmm. and then they'll make wraps out of it I'm like we could do that we could do that with the cucumber and I'm like we could do cucumber crab swiss chard wraps that is so Mm -hmm. like (laughs) so easy and simple and healthy so I'm like I'm looking at all the things that we can do and I'm very excited because yeah there's there's so much out there (laughs)
1: and it's actually
0: getting there. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for the tomatoes because that's what I'm excited for. We had a couple of the little ones. The first ones are always small for me, but when we did taste them, oh my God, they were so good. They were, Mm -hmm. there's just, it's, there's nothing like a garden tomato. There's just really nothing at a store. Oh yeah. There's nothing anymore. So I'm
1: looking at that celery. That celery is so beautiful, deep and green. Like I have that organic or all natural peanut butter. I literally, as soon as we're done here, I am walking down there because I haven't eaten. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm walking down and I'm going to go get myself a nice big piece of celery. With I'm going to dip it in some happy <laughs> natural peanut butter that everybody likes. That peanut butter, holy yeah, crap!
0: Yeah, no, it's like okay, I mean, Berkshire is
1: good job yeah, on your natural seriously. peanut butter. That was like it. Seriously, it's the best peanut butter. Oh I've had yeah. here. It's, it's better than the 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 ground stuff that yeah. separates out. Nope. And There's what are the nothing. ingredients? Red fresh roasted peanuts. Yeah, salt. That's it
0: and it, you wouldn't think it it's it's so good that when you taste it like mm-hmm. we, you know it you would think that it was going to taste different yeah. because every single peanut butter every single peanut butter that I have tasted that's just been peanuts and salt yep. has been not, it, like, it's gross. It's literally, the texture is wrong. Everything about it, it's just, it's not like mm-hmm. it doesn't have that level of, it's not sweetness, but they put enough salt in it that it brings out the actual peanut flavor, which some of them, yeah. a lot of them, either don't put anywhere near enough, so it's just super bland, or they put way too much, and it's just, I just took a spoonful of salt to the mouth, and I'm like, mm-hmm. ew, <laughs> I no, feel like a dog. Per- so, absolutely
1: the best peanut butter I've ever had. Yeah, I had,
0: yeah. I, yeah, yesterday, and I've made I, my
1: own peanut butter, and that's better. Than that. There's a reason I don't anymore.
0: <laughs> no, yesterday I had I had a little bit of it with apple, but because um, that's the way that I like. I don't really like celery. Uh, mm. Celery is a hundred percent for you.
1: Good by me, I'll take it. <laughs> and so. for
0: juicing, because we yeah. have, yeah, we could do that. We have apples right now.
1: We have cucumbers and right cucu-
0: now. Yeah, okay. We have yeah, apples, cucumbers.
1: I'll just go <laughs> buy some ginger, and we will literally. We get the ginger and the, the uh, cilantro, and we have the blood builder and cleansing drink. So, so yeah. We'll, I'm all over We're
0: going to go have some nice, happy, mm-hmm. healthy food and drink. <laughs> until then, don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit. And that
1: would be stupidpodcastoneverything.com. And until we see you this afternoon. Peace out with your peace out.
0: Bye.